Welcome to The Vine Time with Melanie Bolduc. Today's guest is Marcel Kuhn. Welcome. Hi, nice Hi, to be here. <laughs> nice to have you. And where are you calling from today, Marcel? I'm calling from Badegat, Switzerland. Very good. Is this where you live? Yes. It is. Okay, very good. I, I don't know how we met. I think it was through Facebook or something. Maybe it was through Hunter Boone. That yeah, amazing it, Hunter Boone. Yes. Um, yeah, who doesn't know Hunter Boone? Everybody knows Hunter Boone. Yes. <laughs> and so you're an author. Exactly. Okay. I am a first-time author mm -hmm. of a book called Unthinkable Life Teachings from a Soul Surfer. And um, I have a copy here. Wonderful. <laughs> Very good. And tell me, um, tell me about your life. Why did you write this book? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a long story. I was mm -hmm. always intrigued by the question of what makes people successful and fulfilled. My whole life, I was chasing success. And in this book, I interviewed or I tried to interview, uh, interview a thousand people. And I ended at 60 people. So it's achievers from around the world. And what I found is what they had in common was doing the unthinkable. So what you cannot think of. When you can think of that, then you, you can do it. So it all, always starts with an idea and then you can make it happen. That's amazing. And so uh, tell me about your own experience. What led you to, to, to start this? Are you a writer? No, no, I'm, I'm not a writer. So, so we had a family tragedy. And Sorry. at the funeral, I was asking myself this question, what, what makes some people successful and fulfilled and other people not? And I had this idea of interviewing a thousand people to find out what's the answer. It was more um, a quest to find it out for myself. Mm -hmm. And it, it, was, it was really a cool project because I met so many amazing people. And it, what I found out is that we are actually all the same. So the, yeah. the, the, the high achievers, they are not much different from us. But doing the unthinkable is actually not doing the crazy things. It's being your authentic self. That That's what I found out was unthinkable. And for everyone, it's different, so it's personal. Mm -hmm. So so the book is really about, about um, I used the um, surfing analogy. That, that's why it's called the um, Life Teachings from a Soul Surfer. That's the subtitle. Mm -hmm. So I uh, over the years of writing this book, it took me seven years to write it. And actually, the first book I wanted to publish never got published. Right. So, so it it really turned and from from the assumption that um, it, you have to be successful first to be fulfilled. I totally uh, challenged that to to um, yeah. It's exactly the opposite. But let me just ask: Is is being successful and to be fulfilled doing what you love? Yeah, so so there are like it's kind of like the the two sides of the same coin. So there there is always a measure, measurable uh, aspect, you know, like we have we have to make uh, finances and all that. So that's that's measurable, but without without fulfillment, it's empty success. And I I came to a conclusion that to be really successful it's really important that you're fulfilled and that you're actually 
actually seeking or that you're actually catching happiness. So catching the wave of happiness and not not chasing and chasing and chasing because you, you never know um, if you will achieve it. Right. Well, I feel like, it, you know, this is my, my big thing lately because I really feel as though we live in this cycle of debt. So it's like, okay, so I buy a bigger car. So I have a bigger car payment to get a job that makes more money and then maybe get a second job so I can have extra money to buy Christmas presents. And it's this constant cycle of debt. And what I'm trying to do in my life is just minimize the debt, like so that there's no payments for this and there's no payments for that and keep things very simple. Um, but it's very hard to do that when you're in this constant cycle. So it's like you're in this constant drive of doing things that you don't necessarily want to do, but mm-hmm. doing things because you have to do them um, because of expectations of society is much more so in the United States. I, I mean, in Europe, it's way different work life um, balance is way better there. Whereas here, I remember coming back uh, years ago, I lived in Ireland off and off for many years and I was running a wine company in Dublin about seven years ago. And then I came back and I was talking to another friend of mine who is actually from Chile, but he works in the wine business. And he said to me, you know, I haven't had a, a vacation in seven years. And, you know, you being European, you understand everyone goes on holidays every year, regardless of your social status, how much money you make, you know, it's part of your life in Europe to have a holiday, you know, for that matter, even if it's a staycation for that matter. But in the United States, it's a little bit more uh, work, 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 work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, um, um, the equation of if I reach that, I will be happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's flawed. So it, it doesn't work like that. So flawed. you can, so you, um, you can say when I have a million dollars in my bank account, I will be happy. And then you reach it. And then you, you see, like you mentioned, suddenly you, you have a house. So you need, you maybe need a gardener and then, you know, it just adds on and adds on. So, so you never achieve your goal of being um, happy by, you know, by a certain amount of money that you have. So, so for me, what I'm doing now is focusing on being happy. It's a feeling, mm-hmm. and it's it, it more. I I always say fulfillment for me. It's like the the base, mm-hmm. right? So, when you're fulfilled, it doesn't mean that you're happy all the time. Happiness comes and goes, but but I aim for for being fulfilled. So you you can uh, when you have kids, you are not always happy, but you're fulfilled. But sometimes the kids make you very angry, and then you are not so happy, and you know, mm-hmm. and then you enjoy, and then you are happy, and so, so it's so fulfillment for me. It's more like the the base. Mm-hmm. And what do you do in your own personal life? Uh, in Outside Reference of writing the book, outside of writing the book, what else do you do? Yeah, so so I I was in corporate. I was leading continuous improvement initiatives, so like a internal consultant mm-hmm. in different industries. So the last the last job I had as an employee was uh, being lean manager in a in a hospital, mm-hmm. and. Um, when I went through separation and divorce, I decided it was a great idea to step outside of the corporate and build my own speaking and coaching business. And yes. that's what I'm doing. And that's what you do now. Yes. And you find great fulfillment from this. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm i not yet there where I want to be with the financial success. It just takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Now it has been one and a half years. Um, 
the the feeling of fulfillment I I get every day. I feel I feel amazing. I feel I'm living my dream. So so I'm I'm feeling fulfilled. And the other part is just the the puzzle piece of the financial success that I have to solve. Of course. Well, there's a saying here in America, do what you love and the money will follow. So hopefully that will work for you. And so your business, is it is it nationally or regionally to where you are? Is it international? Yeah, it's it's um, it's really at the beginning, but it's 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 both. Um, I coach over Zoom. And I do like personal development for like private person, like individuals, but also speaking and and some corporate, um, you know, consulting. Of course. And then um, your your English is excellent. So, you know, uh, people let let people know where they can find you. So what is your website for your business? So I have a website. It's called Mm unthinkableliving.com. You can find me there or on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is a good place or Facebook. Yeah. So LinkedIn, just with my name, Marcel Kuhn. And uh, of course, if you want to check out my book, if you want to learn how to navigate the waves of life and how to live in flow, then -hmm. you can check out my book. It's on Amazon, Unthinkable Life Teachings from SoulSurf. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting read, a little bit different than you probably imagine. Check it out. Okay, very good. And so tell me about some of the stories from the people that you interviewed. What were the ones that stuck out really in your head? Yeah, so I yeah, there's so many stories that that um that are amazing. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, one one story is Mustafa Salome. He he was born in a refugee camp mm-hmm. and so in Jordan and and he he then um, went on to to become a hotel manager in in the UK. So he studied hotel management in in the UK, mm-hmm. and from there he got a really good job at at the Sheraton as food and beverage mm-hmm. manager. And so so he achieved his dream. And um, he he grew up with nine siblings, and he was able to help his his father to to get money and you know money for food. And from that one night, he had a this this moment where he had a huge dream, and he saw himself on the highest peak of the of the world, uh, praying for peace. Mm-hmm. And he woke up from this vivid dream in the middle of the night at three a.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it you know he he researched what's the highest peak because he had no idea about mountaineering, mm-hmm. and so he knew that uh, he found out in Google that it's Mount Everest. And he went on to climb Mount Everest with with um, zero experience before. So he learned how to climb. He learned everything. He got he got himself trained. Mm-hmm. And um, only a few months later, he he climbed mountains. And and it took him three attempts to reach Mount Everest. And now he's he's one of the twenty people who have achieved the seven summits, which wow. is the highest summit of each continent. Mm-hmm. Plus he skied to the north and. South Pole. Wow. For for a person that grew up in the desert and learned how to ski at 39. That's sure. what, what he did is amazing. And what is even more amazing is that um through his speaking and his mountaineering and, and taking people onto onto these peaks, he he uh, fundraised over six million dollars for cancer. Oh, that's amazing. Because one one eleven year old girl challenged him and said, You climb all the mountains, but 
yeah, what's, you know, does it matter? And she said that she uh, surviving a day for her is like climbing a Mount Everest each day. Mm-hmm. And so from then on, he had this mission of, of fundraising money for, for uh, kids with cancer. Mm-hmm. And so far, it's, I think, 7 million that he fundraised. Mm-hmm. And his goal is 20, 21 million. Sure. He has written many books and is a speaker. So he, he's he's a, a great friend of mine. Okay, he became okay. a great friend of mine. And uh, But there are so many stories I, I could sure, tell sure. you. And so do, are you spiritual at all? Yeah, I I would say okay. so. Okay. Uh, because, you know, for I'm a spiritualist, if you will. So to me, and this has happened to me before, too, because I've had prophetic dreams that came true. So I've had dreams when I was younger about things that happen when I'm adult. That makes sense. But to me, what that says is your higher self is speaking to you and showing you this is where you're going to go. You know, so um, that's what I think. That's just a really amazing story. And so, um, you know, in your own personal growth, have you had any guidance or direction from anyone else or yourself or? I, I, I'm someone who is uh, always seeking out mentors and coaches. Mm-hmm. So I've I've uh, worked with many coaches, sure. mentors, sure. and I yeah for me it's almost almost on the side that I I do that too much. Sure. Sometimes it's yeah it's for me it's easy to reach out to people. I'm very coachable, mm-hmm. and I think there is a balance between you know being coached too much and and not enough because sure. we all have blind spots, mm-hmm. but we we still have to find out when when. When can we trust ourselves? You know, sometimes we have the best answers ourselves. Sure. That's very true. And so, you know, the other thing I was going to say too about um, the gentleman you were speaking of is, is manifestations. So, you know, it's, it's, again, it's the unthinkable. So he did the unthinkable, but it's also a manifestation of your goals. You know, I, 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 it's funny because had a series of events that happened to me earlier this year that kind of were in a very dark place, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And every single day I would sit in the bath of all places. It's so funny and learn Italian. And, and, and I know it sounds strange, but my goal was like to learn Italian. And I had all this time on my hands and I was like, every day I got up and did it. And I'm still progressively learning Italian. And then I went to Sicily and everybody was like, you're not going to go to Sicily. And there, we just went to Sicily and we're going to go back. It's amazing. I fell in love with it. Have you been to Sicily? Uh, yes, I have been once in, in the beautiful time of April, between Ooh. April, the last week of April and the first week of May. Nice. And that, that's when the, the lemon trees and the orange trees bloom. Nice. So you, it smells amazing. Oh, wow. Where yes. did you go? I, I, went to, I went to the north, uh, close mm-hmm. to Palermo. Yeah. Palermo, yeah. Palermo's great. Yeah, yeah we, were in, we went to Palermo, then Messina, and down to Termina. So if you go back, you have to go to Termina. It's very pretty. It's yeah. A beautiful place, a part of the world. And so do you think you're going to go on to write another book, or what, what are your goals and aspirations for the future? So so right now, what I'm what, what my asp- aspirations are is to, to speak and coach and really impact uh, lives of people. So I, I want to work with organizations through mm-hmm. my speaking and coaching sure. and also work with individuals. So mm-hmm. I I feel that when we live more in flow and we, when we are more connected with what is really meaningful for us, not from the mind, but from the heart, that's mm-hmm. what I talk about in Unthinkable. It's not, it's getting unstuck from your mind and being more in your heart. So Unthinkable is personal. Mm-hmm. and. And so it's connected to our vision, our passion. 
Right. So I, I feel we should follow more our excitement and do what, what we love. I think so too. So my big passion is wine. So I, I don't know if you know it. Do you know anything about wine? Um, I I was in luck when I when I moved out of my of the house after a separation. Um, there there was a little wine shop and uh, and I became good friends with the the guy that was managing the wine shop. Nice. And whenever I passed the shop, uh, he taught me about wine. So I I learned from him mm-hmm. over a period of a year or one and a half years. So, nice. but I, I don't know much. It's okay. You have to, everybody start somewhere. I mean, I don't profess to know everything either, but uh, I like wine because uh, I've been in the wine business for almost 17 years, kind of all over the world. I started in Dublin because I used to live in Dublin. I used to manage restaurants there and I sold Italian wine and did all kinds of stuff with wine there. And then I came back to the States where I'm from and I've been kind of, I worked in the wine business a little bit in Massachusetts and California. And then now here I am in Maine with my podcast that talks about everything from amazing stories such as yourself to music and you know wine and food and travel and um the i'm gonna list your website underneath this so that everybody listening can actually click through but uh all of my tales and travels and link to the podcast itself are on uh, vinetimetv.com which is down below the click below and you can click straight to the adventure uh but my my story is that i want to teach people um the the story of responsibly produced wine. I saw a, a gap in the market where women actually purchase 60 to 80% of the wine that goes to the house, but they know less about it than men. Predominantly, this is more in the United States than it is in Europe. And uh, so I just sought to change that. And I wanted to make a show that showed people how responsible wine is produced. And by responsible, I mean, wine is made as organic as possible and as sustainable as possible so treating the earth as well as it can and as well as um you know you know there's winemakers who just spray minimally because they have no choice you know that type of thing that's fine i don't really have a problem with them but there are also winemakers who liberally pollute the earth and that's not good so uh so we created our show which is wonderful but we hope to grow that that's what we're here doing and uh you know and and meet people like yourself i mean i did you go to ireland did i see you were there no i i haven't been there but i feel that at some point i will go there oh that's funny i thought i saw very inviting yeah it's a really wonderful place and i think that your book would be very well accepted there too yeah Um, actually you what you saw was a post of a friend of mine who took my book to ireland oh okay Yes, oh. so I, I've never been there, but my, my book has been there. Right, and and how did you publish your book, by the way? It, it was self-published. Very good. On then, Amazon. You Oh, you self-published it on Amazon, is that yeah. correct? Yeah. Right. And, and is there an audible side of the book as well? Yes, and, and that's really cool that um, in the audit, there is an audiobook, and a friend of mine who also wrote the foreword, Oli Gabriel, he's a musician, Mm-hmm. And he produced the theme song for for the book, Unthinkable. Your yeah. own original music. That's wonderful. And you don't have to pay yes. any royalties. That's fantastic. And um, okay, so so you then speak the audible version in how many different languages? No, it's it's only in English at the moment. Okay. So there is yeah. a Kindle version, a, a paperback and and the audiobook, but it's spoken by by a professional. I I didn't feel confident enough to do it at that time. Oh my goodness. But, 
but I in, in in the future maybe I uh, the next book. Of course, I'm yes, write. your English is excellent. I think oh, it's very good. Um, well, it's funny because I actually wrote a book, um, and it's funny because the book came to me in a dream too. So there you go. I wrote a book. It's a children's book. Wow, and, amazing! Uh, yeah, and it's called the Selfie and the and the Viking King, and it, so illustrated. No, I need an illustrator. So let me know if you can find one. <laughs> I've okay, been so, looking for one forever. So my my friend, uh, who is the mountaineer, oh, okay. right. he actually made a children's book uh, about his climb to Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. And he wrote a book uh, called From uh, Refugee to Everest. Right. So, and, and he has an amazing illustrator. And then right. it's, yeah. Well, absolutely. Send him my way. You have my yeah. email now anyway. Yes. Um, yeah, because I've been looking for, maybe that's why we're talking. <laughs> the universe puts you where you're supposed to be, right? Yes. Um, I, I've been looking for an, um, an illustrator for a while and I haven't found anybody. So, so yeah, you know, I mean, I, I just think it's so wonderful. You know, I think that everybody should live their life the, the way they want. And I think that they all should live their dreams. And I think if we did collectively, we would be a, a happier uh, set of humans if that makes sense yes uh, that's what i teach my kids all the time i all when they ask me questions i always say it's your life it's your dream absolutely. because we, we have to take ownership of our own dreams and oh, the parents cannot always know the what what's the dream of them because we are all individuals right and yet we are all connected yes and uh how old are your kids the youngest one is six six eight and ten three boys Wow. That's great. I have two boys, 22 and 10. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, and so I'll ask you this cause I ask all of my guests this, what do you love? So uh, one of my big passions is surfing that that's why I use it in the book as an analogy for, to explain what I'm feeling and thinking. Mm -hmm. We've had a lot of surfers on this show, but most of them are winemakers. <laughs> Which is maybe that maybe there's something fortuitous in that. Maybe. And mo most most of them are known um, are connected to Hunter Boone, right? Oh, see, he's a surfer too. I forgot about <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, he's a surfer yeah. as well. So and uh -huh. is Aaron Potts and Wesley Box, and you know I've got all kinds of surfers on this show. Yeah, I've, I've talked to to Wesley Box. Yeah, we had a good <laughs> conversation. Yeah, there you go. Well, you're going to have to come to California or go to California to promote your book. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, and I'll I'll just ask you: Do you have uh, Do you have a song for us today? Yeah. So it's from my good friend Oli Gabriel. It's called "Living Alive." Living alive, and I can find that on YouTube. Yes, or Spotify. It's it's uh it's a deep song. Okay. All right. It's well, a thank you. Deep song. Thank you so much for coming, and uh, I'm I'm gonna play your song now. But have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. All the best. Bye-bye. Yeah. You watch it, but do you see it? You think it, but can you be it? You touch it, but do you feel it? You hear it, but are you listening? You
will indeed. Hang on. <laughs>